He waited until I hit record to open that. Yeah. Show off. It's so good. We're sitting um, in the kitchen. It's, I mean, not exaggerating, probably 87 degrees in here. More than that. I didn't want to wear a shirt, but she said. He's lying. She said You are starting a lie right now. You do this a lot. What? You lie. I didn't want to wear one. Yeah, you didn't want to wear one, and I didn't say anything about it. And then you're, I was like, oh, you're putting a shirt on? You said, yeah, I don't want to get flagged. Flag so don't don't blame it on inappropriateosity. me. Inappropriateosity. He does this. He lies. I've noticed his little lies. I apologize. Drinking a non-alcoholic um, kind of IPA, maybe? Pilsner, what are you drinking? Pineapple juice? Pineapple juice mixed with Italian soda. What? Yeah. Is that good? No. Oh. It's fine. It's like a little mocktail. I don't have any Never ice cubes, that. so that sucks. Ooh. Yeah. I didn't really feel like having a non-alcoholic beer, and you're blocking my wine fridge, so. It's the dead of summer. Yeah, it's true. We do have wine that we don't drink. I should start drinking it. Yeah. Yeah. To, to um, help with your happiness? Yeah. To make you happier? I bet it would make me happy. I asked you earlier about um, your mental health. Okay. And you didn't say anything. What do you want me to say? How's it doing? How's anyone's mental health doing? Not great. Some people's is good, right? No. I feel like everybody's under the impression that everyone's doing terrible. Aren't they, though? What? Are you doing good? Mm, doing all right. See? I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'm, like, unhappy and terrible. Doing terrible. Are you? But would you be like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, but everybody can always improve, right? And grow and do better. Okay. What's wrong with your mental health these days? That was a load of crack. Um, We had talked about, you have talked about um, uh, stop going to your therapist. Yeah, I need to break up with my therapist. Hopefully she'll find this podcast before I break up with her. Do you have therapy this Wednesday or no? No, I had oh. it. I was supposed to have it last Wednesday, but I canceled because we were obviously in Colorado. Obviously. But so that means I'd have it in two weeks. So not this week, but next week. But I need to break up with her. It's not worth $90 a time. I'm not, she's not teaching me anything. What I need to know what people actually are having like in their therapy sessions. Like, how are they helping you? Or is it one of those things where they're like, how are you? And then you say, good. And they're like, so tell me about stuff. And then you just basically tell them like a recap of your life and all the people you hate or dislike and yeah. the drama. And then basically I leave. That's and, it. and it's been like that for four or five years. How long have you been going there? Four years? I've been going there. Yeah. For like four years. And eh, it's, I think, mm. no, when I was like in the midst of my eating disorder, she definitely like we did exercises where like, She'd bring my favorite kind of candy, and we'd talk about, like, oh. fear foods and things like that, but... Oh, so you initially got her f- for your eating disorder? Um, I initially went to my doctor's office, my physician's office, and kind of, like, had a breakdown there, like, oh, we're giving you a social worker, is what they call it. Oh. But then, and so I would see her at the doctor's office, like, basically in a normal appointment room, but then she moved to... Uh, 
actually being in like a therapy place or like an actual <coughs> building by herself with like a therapy company or I don't know how you say West Michigan Counseling Center or whatever it is. But um, oh, that's a lot of information. Chill. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like that's an example of like a name, like a counseling center or like oh, a therapy oh, center. Oh, I thought that was the actual name. No. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, but I did start. I think I did have like the final mental breakdown, like when I was in the midst of like the eating disorder. But I didn't get her for the eating disorder. Does that makes sense. She actually wanted me to go to like some other lady who was specialized for eating disorders, and I didn't want to give this one up. <coughs> I should have gave her up. She's so nice, though. Yeah, but can't you, you know, learn on your own and or hire somebody else to challenge you in new ways? Yeah, I guess I could. Yeah. Yeah. You could. Maybe I'm just all better now and I just don't need a therapist. That's true. Maybe you've solved all my problems. People have told me I do that. You haven't. Oh. You want to know why? Because you just make me so tired all the time. Well, it can be exhausting um, trying to make you happy all the time and... Excuse me? Running around doing all the chores. Excuse me? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Whose apartment are you squatting in? It's so hard. <laughs> you're squatting in my apartment. It's not yeah. hard to make me happy. I see the issue is your love language acts is of acts of service and gift giving, I would say. Mm -hmm. eh, a little mm -hmm. bit. And I thought for a long time that that was like what I wanted mm. from like a receiving end. Uh, love language but now that I have it I kind of like you don't like it no I like it no, don't get me wrong fine. but I just would rather have quality time mm. like if you're in the kitchen cooking and stuff like that's nice but I'd rather you be spending time with me how how would you eat I'm a grown woman I can feed myself cereal and pop tarts and noodles Okay, what's wrong with noodles? 19 meals a week. That's not true. I would definitely make myself sandwiches, <laughs> grilled cheese and soup and noodles. So wait, you don't like, would you rather me just stop making food? No, I like that uh, you cook for me. Oh, okay. It's just sometimes I feel like what is lacking is quality time. All right. Like I want deep conversations and like. That's what we're here for. No, you, I don't think you are. Um, you don't really have a lot of deep conversations. No. Eh, you have like normal intellectual conversations, mm. but like, I feel like I'd have to pry out any more information that I want. I got to work on quality time. Yeah. Outside what, the kitchen. How do you like to, what kitchen? if I, what if like your partner was working, you know, out of, uh, in office, like eight to six job. That's fine. Mm. I don't care. You don't care? I've definitely had that before. Normal people work an eight to five right, job right, right. in an office. Did you struggle with quality time? No, because it's just like one of those things where it's like, okay, then when my partner gets home, either I would, since I've primarily been the one who works remote, I would have dinner ready or mm. we make dinner together, something like that, or go out to eat and then spend quality time after that is, would be the ideal. <coughs> you know, you spend that couple of time a couple hours afterwards no you're, phones no like distractions your last partner husband you guys both worked remote yeah and you 
would you say the quality of time was even less than when you worked in office or did he work in office at some point? Um, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, he did until COVID yeah. happened. Obviously we all came home and then he actually got laid off for COVID. So then he was not working for, I want to say like three months, but I could be wrong. And then got a remote job. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that it went down because we were both remote. I think it went down because the longer you're in a relationship, I think it's easy to settle in and mm. you know, you, it's hard to remember to like keep dating each other and mm -hmm. continue learning about each other as you like grow and change. Cause obviously like the person you start dating isn't going to be the same person even a year down the road, two years, three years. Like you kind of have to keep getting to know them cause things about them and what they like and what they're doing with their life, it'll change. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it just has to be intentional and I, I don't think either of us were intentional and I think that um, inevitably in the end it was just easier to form connections with our friends than it was each other mm. and our quality time was directed that way versus like directed inward in our relationship if that makes sense mm -hmm. is it because like one of you or both of you didn't want to do that do you think um I think I remember talking to you a little bit about this the other day that it almost got like awkward in a way to like hang out with each other. At least I mm -hmm. felt that I can't speak for him, obviously, right. but like in my experience, I almost felt uncomfortable when it was just the two of us as if like it wasn't going to be fun. Yeah. Um, and I don't really know why or when that kind of altered. I just remember it being really fun for a long time and being like wanting the one on one time with him. And then suddenly that changing and really only knowing how to be with him when we were like in a group or like us with a friend or us with family or like that or him like supporting me in my running or like my races or me doing, you know, whatever I could do to support him. It was never like we never would like sit down at dinner and be like, let's have a conversation about the weather or things that are going on in the, our worlds or like friends or anything like that. It was basically just like complaining or gossip about outside things mm -hmm. and then hanging out with friends. We were really, really good friends. I would say definitely like, but that's all it felt like is like we were really good friends. Do you think that, um, cause you guys lived in decent sized house, the second house you had, do you think it, the size of the house had an impact on your relationship? Oh yeah. Cause you could basically hide. From each other. I don't even know if it was hiding, but it was just like to give people who are listening a little bit of context. We first started living in like a single family home that was essentially two levels. Um, it had a basement, but that was like a Michigan. They call it Michigan basements. Um, so it's like not completely finished and just basically your washer dryer. That's it. Um, and then we had cats. So cat litters were down there, obviously. Um, Everywhere. I love cats. Uh, but the second house we moved into was three levels, five bedroom, I think. Five-ish bedrooms. That's pretty, that's pretty big for yeah, just you for two. For two people. It was very spacious. Um, and yeah, it kind of, yeah, it kind of just like, I mean, he had always dreamed about having like a basement. <laughs> he loved, I don't, it was always like a weird thing. He Not weird, I guess, but. Like a man cave? Not a man cave necessarily, but like a projector and a cool like sectional couch and somewhere to like chill and like he loved that kind of stuff um so we finally had that and then i worked on the middle floor and when he was working remotely his office was in one of the bedrooms in the top floor yeah 
And we just had super different schedules, too, because at that point I was working seven to four, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he was working 10 to six. Mm. So and then I also had running. So I would get up really early. Yeah. Run. And run and do all that stuff. And by that time, it was like nine o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night. I'm exhausted. I just want to sit in bed and like play on my phone or like go to, you know, watch TV there versus he was still like wide awake. So he would be playing video games or watching TV in the basement. So I would say like, yeah, th- having that much space as like a young, like new ish couple didn't do wonders right. for us where we were at in our relationship, where we should have been working on quality time and being together and present in that relationship i guess yeah that kind of happened with my family when we moved here we got a decent sized house um coming from california and it seemed like we slowly kind of started drifting apart a little bit i mean the kids are growing up so they're getting their own friends doing their own thing but this when we had a very small house super small in california it seemed like everything was so tight-knit and we would do everything together um but yeah i can do you think that that changes your uh, outlook on like what you would want for your family? Like I know a lot of people, even the one, people we know, I'm sure we can name some off the mm-hmm. top of our heads that want like a huge house. They want like the boats. They want like, mm. you know, the American dream kind of thing. Yeah. Um, does that change? Like what's that like for you then? Do you see yourself wanting more of like a small house? You no, can, uh, you know? I mean, everybody wants a big house, but I think you have to put in more work um, yeah. if, if it's, if it's massive and, or, you know, if you only have one kid, two kids and you have five bedrooms, you have to put in the work to make, make sure everybody's connecting, I guess. Yeah. Right? Did your family do anything like that? Like, did you um, eat dinners together? Yeah. Yeah. Or, dinners yeah. were always together. Um, you know, my dad would leave for work early in the morning. We would go to school, mm-hmm. but yeah, I would say in the evenings we always usually connected, but you know, when you become a teenager, you want to go out and hang out with friends or playing video games and stuff like that yeah kids kid, i feel like that kind of responsibility lies <laughs> almost on the parents because kids don't know at that age yeah that they should be bonding more and like how that goes so fast um so speaking of like parents and stuff like that like um i know a little bit about your parents relationship and obviously the way that you grew up but is there Things that you would say you've taken away from like watching your parents. This has become very therapy. I've asked like six questions and now you are. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I like you it. You didn't ask any questions. Yeah, I did. Oh, you did. Yeah, you didn't even notice. I was sliding them in. Oh well, I'm sliding mine in. Yeah, I just, you wanted, just kept answering. I just like I like the idea of like what you take away from your parents' relationship mm. versus like what you don't. And I'm also curious because obviously I'm your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, oof, I don't know if anyone knew that, but I'm actually dating Paul. Did they know? Who? The listeners. If you have listeners. They probably knew. Well, anyway, um, I'm curious, like, as your girlfriend, what things, like, do you make mental notes of? And you're like, oh, I do not want that for Mm. my relationship growing up. Or, you know, I do want that. You're saying what I saw from my parents that I would. um, That you're like, I would and or would not. Like, either one. Well, I'm glad I didn't have kids, like, in my early 20s like them. Early to mid 20s, just because it doesn't growing up it didn't feel like they were ready for it in the sense of um their maturity levels yeah but that's common though especially in west michigan to have kids young yeah it was in california oh i don't know much about california no i i mean that was the 80s and the 90s parents were were not waiting till their 40s usually i mean yeah but so now you're waiting till your 40s yeah pretty much um but yeah it, it didn't feel like at the time the 
their maturity levels were there, a lot of fighting, sometimes over super small things, sometimes over big things. But I think that waiting, not as long as you can, but waiting a little bit longer, it, it has its benefits in terms of your maturity level, where you're at financially, in your career. Um, so that's a big one for me is I, I was, I'm kind of glad looking back, I didn't have a kid at 21 because I was a mess till at least 30. Until at least 30. <laughs> no, I just I just couldn't imagine it looking back. But yeah, I mean, I think every I think everybody takes good and bad things from their parents and doesn't want to always implement it into the, their parenting. But sometimes you just become your dad. You become your mom mm-hmm. by way of proxy and just from what you've learned and what you know. And it's it almost seems embedded in your DNA. And, yeah. You know, if you can course correct when you see those things, it that's important. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Are there things you would do differently that you saw grow, growing up? Um, I think my I like my parents' relationship in the sense of I do see them doing like little cute things. Yeah, they do um, a lot together. Yeah, they do a lot together. Um, their newest thing is pickleball. But even just like when we were at the mm-hmm. farmer's market Saturday and my dad like my cats are meowing. My dad like walked up and he's like, I got your mom this flower for her to take camping for her birthday. Like that was cute. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the kind of stuff that I've grown up seeing with my parents, right. even though they do fight over little things. Obviously, my mom's very, um, I don't know, like not OCD. I don't want to be like she's OCD, but she's very finicky and controlling um, when it comes to her surroundings and people and things like that. She mm. likes things a certain way. And like, I think she gets really high anxiety when they're not that way. And I've, tried my best to like control my portion of that that i have definitely inherited from her i think you do have a little bit of ocd because earlier in that cupboard something got replaced like the pancake mix or something and you had to move something back well because i I was straightening it kind of wild to watch i was straightening it up it was all just like scattered i like things like nicely organized i do like organization I do too, but mm-hmm. where it goes inside that space doesn't matter to me quite uh, much. It matters to me. Yeah. So oh. you do have a little bit of OCD. A little bit. but I think um, everybody does though. Yeah, I did like that, but I, do, I didn't like and what I have always, it's funny because I have a little brother and I used to always tell him like, come to me in situations before mom and dad because sometimes my mom at least was very reactionary when I was younger and strict on what like she believed and what she thought was right versus wrong and she did Mm. not like and and I felt like I kind of had to fit that mold of like okay she thinks that this is the right move to do so like if I don't do that it's wrong oh yeah 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 and I just remember there's no like there's no gray area to her uh I mean maybe there is in her head but it's not how I felt as a kid right and growing up so I and I just I did make a lot of mistakes and do things differently than what I I'd 100% my parents would want like obviously no parents want their kid going through a divorce especially like in their 20s and after only like a year of marriage so I've I've had to deal with that kind of stuff but um I just remember I don't I just don't want my kids my future kids to like have that fear of like if something isn't quote unquote like the right thing to do via their parents eyes or what they think their parents would Mm -hmm. want them to do it doesn't mean that like is a failure. It doesn't mean that like they're, they're, me- they messed up, I guess. Yeah. It's tough because you don't, 
the, the traumas you carry with you as an adult, you definitely don't want your kids to go through that. But I think it's inevitable. Every kid is going to have some sort of trauma from directly from you, no matter yeah. what. Oh yeah. For doesn't sure. matter. Parents definitely. You can't be perfect. I think parents try to be perfect and it's really tough. Yeah. Well, I think that that is also the reason that like people hold a lot of traumas. Their parents are trying so hard to like control Mm -hmm. everything and make Mm -hmm. everything perfect and not have their kids go through the same things they went through that it's almost like so far in the opposite end. Right. That it's like, it's, you need to let them live. Yeah. Yeah, A little bit. Did you grow up, were they like religious in the sense of like, um, you knew growing up, okay, I have to do not do certain things because of religion or it wasn't really strict like that. Um, I would describe my parents as, I mean, my, my dad and mom are, they believe in God. They, my mom grew up Catholic. My dad was non, what's it called? Non-denominational. Thank you. Um, but he was a lot more, I I think like spiritual in all in all. Uh, but because my mom grew up Catholic, she did, you know, I don't, she never was like, oh, don't have sex before marriage. She just was very much on the course of like. Wait as long as you can. And I see the value in that mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And I did. I ended up going to my parents and telling them. And that was what age? terrible. Uh, I was only 16. Yeah. So Seems kind of standard. Yeah. You were young, weren't you? No. Well, I think everybody under 21 is honestly young. Yeah. Let's be real. Nobody knows I was... So uh, it would have been the summer after senior year. Seven. Oh, you were like eighteen. I might have been eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. Oh, okay. See, my yeah. parents would have been fine with it. Or I didn't. I didn't. Do, I didn't have sex all of high school. Wow. Kind of glad. Is it because no girls liked you? No, it's because the girl I was seeing, like junior and senior, was kind of religious, and I think she had it in her head her parents would kill her, and mm-hmm. w- which is probably true. So I'm, and looking back, obviously, I'm glad. I don't think. I mean kids having sex in high school I know is going to happen but it's never going to be no it's just it's a disaster it's not going to be good sex no no, no like, it's, it's not going to be good no one's like yeah I think back to my first time and yeah, yeah if yeah. they're under like obviously like 20 something and they're like oh that was so good I knew exactly what I was doing like you and that guy didn't I've never met uh, somebody obviously an adult our age or somewhat near that's been like yeah the best sex of my life was in high school Mm-mm. that's just not a thing Maybe, no. I mean, maybe it is, but... Maybe, like, if you stay with that person, like, high school sweethearts, oh, sure, and it gets sure, better. Sure. Yeah, I guess. But, I don't know. I so you lost think. at 16, and you had to tell your parents why? I didn't have to. No. I, I was also in the... um had the mindset that they were going to kill me if I did. And the guy I was with uh, at the time, I thought I was going to marry him. Um, and what? I thought I was going to marry him. You had marriage in your mind at 16? Yeah, I was like, I'm going to marry no. this man. I mean, he was a little older. He was 18 Still. at the time, I think, um, maybe 19. Yeah. And I, yeah, I thought for a long time I was going to marry him. Even like... How long were you together? Um, In the end... So it's complicated because we officially dated from my junior year of high school until my sophomore year of college yeah. sophomore year we broke up in the summer after sophomore year we kind of got like quote it quasi back together again but it didn't work out we didn't have like yeah, we yeah didn't solve anything obviously broke up again and then we remained like pretty good friends like we would hang out i would have boyfriends and still hang out with this guy pause it 
Okay, I can make it work. Sorry, we had to take a quick break. Our camera wasn't recording. Yeah, it either... No, wait, it, the memory was full. Memory was full. That's my bad. That's a problem. Still learning little things three episodes into this. Three episodes in. So there probably will not be audio on YouTube for this one. No, video, no audio. Or sorry, video. Yeah, video. yeah, yeah. Which is fine. People listen to it. Darn it. Um, anyway. I forgot what we were talking about. I was talking about the guy that I lost my virginity to. Um, but you asked how so long you we told, were together. Well, no, you told your parents. I don't care about that. You told your parents. You said you felt like you had to tell your mom. Yeah, I felt like they were like super religious, and then, in oh. that sense, that I was going to get in trouble. But I wanted to tell them because I felt like I, was, I honestly was like, I am going to hell. Mm. So I told them. I well, I oh, just kind of, wow. and I formed it like I think I need to get on birth control. And my mom was like, Are we too late to be having this conversation? And then it just erupted. They called the boy, told him he could never see me again. I oh, got wow. grounded, had no technology, wasn't allowed to ride the bus to school. Um, oh, no. Couldn't go, like, to my neighbor's house. I remember, like, I would pretend to go on runs so that I could go vent to, like, all of my best, like, guy friends and pretty much lived in my neighborhood. And I was super close to, like, their parents just because we had all grown up together from, like, kindergarten. And I would, like, pretend to go on a run, and I'd run to his parent. Like, this guy, his name was Brad, but I'd run to his parents' house so I could, like, talk to Mm -hmm. his parents about, like, what was going on and get, like, an update on how, like, this guy was. And, yeah, it was – and I, like, my best friend in high school, her boyfriend, who was best friends with – we always did best friends pretty much – was best friends with my boyfriend at the time, um, gave me a burner phone so I could get in contact with him. Like it was like it was honestly insane. It was like an insane junior, half a junior year into senior year, like crazy. Yeah, I don't want my kids to feel scared if um, that natural thing happens in life, you know. Yeah, because it definitely gave me a bad relationship with sex for a while. Yeah, because I always like associated it with like guiltiness. I guess I never, I never looked at sex on like a scale of religion. That never happened for me. No, where I was like, oh, I'm going to hell if I do this. Oh, never. Yeah, I feel like though, and I, I, they feel like this is true for you. I don't know. I guess you'll have to answer it. But like, I feel like for you, sex is just sex. Like, there's not necessarily any meaning behind it or like emotional connection behind it in the sense. No. No, because I, I always have felt like that was just like really yeah, sex is sex for you. Like it doesn't. Well, it it's doesn't. Not like meh. It's like meh. Like for you. Oh. In a way, I don't. Not meh, no. but like. Yeah, that was. What do you mean, mad? Like, eh, it's, you know, like warm tap water. No, but just like, eh, sex is sex. Like, it doesn't really, like, it doesn't. No, I mean, it matters. It doesn't hold, you don't hold that on in any sort of light of like, oh, like, I've had sex with this girl. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. Mm, no, but, like, it is important to me because obviously no relationship is going to work if the sex is bad long term. Well, yeah. No relationship's going to thrive yeah. if the sex is bad. I guess you could stay together, marry a couple, I'm stay thinking, together for... I'm thinking more of, like, not necessarily, like, you hold the sex, like, it has to be good in order mm-hmm. for the relationship to thrive, but more, like, you find it an important milestone of, like, oh, we've had sex. That's an important... Okay. Sorry. Um, that's an important milestone. It's, like, oh, we've had sex. Mm. And you are... I feel like you're just, like, oh, whatever. Like you're saying, if I slept with another girl or, you know, three other girls in my lifetime, like that would not to me be an important milestone that I had sex with them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 
Not necessarily. I mean, it is an intimate thing. I don't want to... I, I don't know. I think I overlooked it when I was younger where I didn't have a lot of emotion behind it in my, in yeah, my that, 20s. Yeah, that was kind of what I was going to Okay, get. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I think when I was more unhappy with myself, I used it as uh, probably a coping mechanism, I would say, because... Like- the ability to get a girl to have sex with you like helped kind of thing or Mm, just like yeah or just or just uh, wanting or just somebody uh, wanting me I think I think a lot of people feel that where um, somebody else wanting you is it feels really good it's like a dopamine hit yeah for sure I think Mm -hmm. you've never felt that where like Oh, somebody that attracted somebody attractive or somebody that you're attracted to has an interest. Um like it giving me a dopamine hit? Like um or yeah, or Yeah, yes, I don't yeah. Maybe. I don't know. For me it's like I'm more emotional, I guess, emotional connection than yeah, I am yeah. physical. Yeah. So like and I also don't necessarily develop feelings for someone unless I think or know there's like a connection there between us. So I've never really had to worry about like, Oh, I like him and he doesn't like me. I have to get him to like me kind Mm. of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. So I guess, yeah, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I've just never like felt like, I guess I can relate it to like, if someone gives you a compliment Feeling mm. that like, oh, someone thinks I'm attractive or someone thinks, you mm-hmm. know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, like last night we were at the bar and our friend, somebody told our friend that, did what did he say? She's the most beautiful woman he's ever met. Yeah, ever seen, ever <laughs> seen. Ever seen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think no matter what the guy looks like, would that, wouldn't you feel kind of good? Would you feel kind of good about that? No. You wouldn't? And really? The, the reason being is like, yeah, for like a split second, you're like, oh, wait. But then like you think about it and like, I just think men are slimy. Mm. And I think that like that man has probably used that same line. Mm. Like, and I think, I think that girl, our friend is super pretty and stuff, but I think it could have been anyone standing next to him at the bar and he would have said that. Mm. You know what I mean? So I don't think so. Yeah. I don't hold it in like any sort of like when men compliment me, I'm like, mm, yeah, you're she, bullshitting. She might've felt the same way where yeah, she blew him off. She yeah. Was like, she didn't eh. talk to him. She might she have felt the same way where it's like, ah, he's just being slimy. and Yeah, she basically was like, thanks, and turned around. Because I think women know that now. Like, realistically, like, men who compliment you at bars and out, like, there's no genuinity, like, in their tone or what they're saying. Like, it doesn't mean anything. Is that a word? Yeah, I made it up. Genu- genuinity. Yeah, I made it up. You just made it up? Yep. It could be a word, but. It's, I'm trying to I have a feeling it's using not. genuine as a adjective. Okay. But like in a different way, describing it. Yeah, I've never, I've, I've, I've never said that to a girl I've never met. You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. No, but I'm sure you've said some sort of lines that you've used multiple times to women. Yeah. Like tricks, like something that you've done a million times. Like you, you like, oh yeah, this works. Yeah, I don't. I mean, at least to me, I don't really have a pattern like that. You do though. Oh, do I? You do. Oh. And the only reason I say this is because I notice it. With me, like I know that you do things with me, you've done with other girlfriends, and that's kind of like a pattern. Well, I just okay. I me- I thought you meant like randoms you haven't met, and I'm trying to pick somebody up. Oh, I well, don't no, really but have like, like a shtick or a line. 
Yeah, because you're not like super, super creepy. Oh. Like that's like low lives do that, right? Or like oh. players <laughs> who are like, well, it is. Like no, no guy no. who goes up to a random girl at the bar is like, you're the prettiest girl I've ever what seen. What if he actually means it? Then he would sound different. He'd be like, wow, like you're really pretty. Like I just want to tell you that. Mm, you know, true, there's like true, a true. totally different, you know, way to say it. It just it was yeah. not the way he did it. Yeah, he didn't follow up. He walked away and uh, yeah, he expected her to like crawl to him. Or he was just like, hmm. yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, even know yeah, what yeah. he got out of that. I don't either. That It was kind of useless in that moment. And like just like, looking at him, up, I was right. like, oof. Follow well, up. I mean, she did basically just be like, thanks and turn around. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he did. was probably like, oh, it didn't work. There wasn't much Moving response on. there. No, and good for her. She doesn't need to respond to that. Yeah, have you ever been hit on by a guy and you're like, you know, it's kind of cheesy, but it worked? Um, Like at the bar? And it worked? Mm-hmm. Not really. Um, again, it's hard. I feel like I'm a very direct person, and if I want someone, I'm going to go after them, and I'm going to make the moves... But I just know cheesy things just never. I can't you know. see you really flirting, like what do you flirting, mean? flirting. Did I not flirt with you? Mm. I flirt with you. I guess. What do you mean flirting, flirting? Like I don't know. Like I think what? I feel like the flirting with me was more you just asking questions and getting to know me. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like inappropriate type of. Like. like I don't know. Like what, questions. I don't know. Well, what would you expect like a woman to flirt? I don't know. I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to do some like sappy like. Like I, one time I was at a bar and they had one of those bulls that you can ride. The wild bull. Yeah. <laughs> and I rode it and I got off and this girl was like, um, this girl was like, uh, I want to buy you a drink or something like that. I couldn't see you doing that because she liked the way I ride the bull. She really enjoyed it. I just got such the ick for you. <laughs> Ew. I, you make me have the ick every day from things you say. Um, Paul, also, you like to, like, you talk yourself up like you're this hot, like, hot shot. Like, so many girls have hit on you and they, like, just adore you. That was, like, one of three. But I couldn't see yeah. you doing that. I couldn't see you doing that. Um, Something like, like I want to buy you a drink. Yeah. No, but, like, no. I'm going to get the guy to buy me a drink. <laughs> for sure. All right. But I also, if that's I fair. saw a guy ride a bull, I wouldn't be like, oh, I like the way you ride. Like, let me buy you. Like, that's <laughs> fucking weird. That's weird. Like, that's, <sighs> and the thing is, like, did that girl amount to anything with you? No, because maybe I had night, a girlfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, maybe a one night stand, but that girl's not no, going to no, end no, up no, with no, you. No. And I've no. never had a one night stand, nor. The one that got away. God, you said about literally every girl you've <laughs> been with is the one that got away. No. Oh, yeah. You've never had a one night stand? Where it was no. like. Never. You had never, you just met him that day. Nope. And now, and you didn't see him ever again after that. No, I don't think I could. I don't think I could. My, I do not work like that. I have realized that like, I think I need the emotional connection mm. to like have good sex oh. and want that. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I see a really hot guy at the bar and like, I want to go home with him. I don't know. You don't think, do you think you can have good sex from a one night stand, like just to have fun and then get out of there if you both know what it is? Mm. Or no, you have to be emotionally connected. I think I have to be emotionally connected. Really? I don't think that's how it is for everyone. I think a lot of people don't have to have that, but I know that I do. Mm. I think that's just how, how I work. Cause like even 
if like you and I are like not in a great place, like let's say we're fighting a lot that day or I don't feel like we've really hung out a lot and we have sex, I don't think it's really that good. Mm. I'm like mad about it. Usually I'm like, oh, okay. Could have done without that, but. Oh. So and it's nothing on you. It doesn't mean the sex was any different. It just, to me, isn't as good mm-hmm. without that connection, which is why I think that like That's I fair. need that in a relationship and that needs to be a big emphasis because otherwise sex is bad to me. Do you think, don't you think, what's the point of breakup sex, or not breakup sex, makeup sex? Well, I think there's a lot of emotion in making up after a fight. Oh, okay. Like if you make up after a fight and then you have sex, it's like you probably just went through like this big like, eye-opening mm. conversation of like, I won't do that to you. I love you so much. Oh, I'm so sorry. And it's like, so yeah. sorry, baby. I won't okay. do it again. And then you do it again. <laughs> You're horrible. Yeah. I mean, I have had one night stand. Honestly, maybe only one. Now that I think about it. And it actually was pretty decent, but I think both of us knew, at least I knew. Were you drunk? Yeah, but not that bad. Okay. Not that bad. Not that intoxicated. You uh, met at a bar and then went home. Yeah, yeah. Literally that night. Um, and it was fun, but I had no intention of seeing them again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. None. But. Which I think is, I think, I mean, no one gets hurt in that mm-mm. thing because, I mean, the girl probably wasn't expecting to see you again either and didn't want to. Mm, He's yeah. You're going to say no, I, I, she never contacted me. Yeah, she probably didn't care. No, she's I think she's okay. But I've also honestly never been single for that long. True. Like, I think the longest stint of me being single was my entire sophomore year of college. Mm. It was probably the longest time. Did you do some damage? No, really? I really didn't. I mean, like. I just kept getting into like things like situationships basically like I never and I went to bars and stuff and parties I just I would make out with guys and stuff at the parties but I never wanted to take them home I was like man about it taking them home and but I think also maybe I didn't have the one night stands back then because I still was holding that trauma of like I got in a shit ton of trouble because I had sex with a guy I thought I was gonna marry for my parents Mm. so like to me sex was still like meh kind of thing and that was right after the breakup but then I mean, I think, that, yeah, I mean, I, I think you hold it in a, a healthy place. I, I don't, I don't, what I did in my twenties using it as like a way to, um, like find happiness is I highly do not recommend that. So yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. I don't blame you for needing that connection to, um, for it to be good or, you know, to enjoy it. Yeah. I mean. You've never, you've never had good sex with somebody where you're like, eh, I don't, I don't really like them, but that was fun. No. Oh. Even like boyfriends that I knew it was going to like end kind of like, mm. it wasn't going in a good direction. It kind of like the sex was like g- bad. Mm. I would say like, it was like, eh, this is not really that fun. Probably <laughs> should stop doing this before we break up. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Um, there was only like. Everyone's different. Yeah. I would say there was one guy that I felt like even when we were fighting, it was still good. Mm. But I think I just really liked that guy. I had like a very like big infatuation with that man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You get obsessed with men. No, I don't. You thought you were going to be married at 16. 
every girl thinks they're going to marry their oh. high school sweetheart. Really? Yeah. I did not think this. Because you're a guy. Marriage, it's like, wow, do you think I'm going to be able to afford that in you like also two were, years? You also were in California. I was born and raised in West Michigan. Mm. So, like, yeah, of course Small I thought, town. you know. And this guy would say it to me, obviously. Like, we're like, oh, we're going to get married. No way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. At 18, I had zero I would, thoughts yeah. of that. No, he did. Zero. He definitely did. That's insane. We had like a plan and everything. Oh my God. <laughs> For sure. I mean, yeah. But it also was a lot harder to let this guy go within my... I, I think the only reason we stopped talking was because I got married to my husband at the time. Holy hell. But before that, you I mean... You've been talking that long? Yeah. Damn. I mean, not like talking like, oh, we were like flirting right, right, and right. hooking up or anything, obviously not. But like, yeah, I mean, my ex-husband had met him and everything. We'd hung out mm. together and stuff. Um, Damn. And then in between, like when I wasn't seeing someone, we would like talk about potentially dating again, trying to date again. But um, after I got married, he actually got married like a month later, like randomly, Whoa. which was so weird. Like eloped? Yeah, I kind of felt like he eloped. It was kind of, I just don't understand. It was weird. And then basically he blocked me on everything. Mm. Um, so I think that he couldn't talk to me. And I don't think I could talk to him either. Yeah. In that way. I don't know. I mean, that's good. Blocking's yeah. good if you. Uh, yeah. You got to resist the temptation. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like temptation to like go back to him or like flirt with him or anything. But I think there was just a lot of emotions connected to that first love. Mm, I don't, that's insane that you had. I had do not have that to my first quote-unquote love yeah but you did to like your i guess it came later love or whatever came later, you yeah i don't i nothing in high school to me was love yeah it was more just like discovery yeah like uh-huh. oh, I don't but know. i dated him until he was 21 yeah, yeah too yeah. so like i think it's different mm-hmm. um but you've had that before it's not like you haven't yeah i just had mine earlier and then no yeah. guy until the guy i married felt like that Mm. So, yeah, it's intense. So, what's been going on with your running? Even though we're not supposed to talk about running on this podcast, nothing. You're what eight weeks out from Chicago Marathon? Yeah, I'm not ready. You're ready? No, I feel it way less. Like since fit. the last podcast, we ran a couple of five Ks. Yeah. Are you sure? And I hate when you tell people I raced a 5K t- like t- yesterday. What do you mean? You were like, oh, yeah, Mac raced a 5K. Why is that bad? Because I ran 17 miles before that 5K. Well, it was just a rate. Like, it was but it wasn't race. like I didn't race it. I understand. Like, I did was... race it to my abilities that, at yeah, that moment. Yes. But, like, I don't want Nobody people thinking cares. that, like, I was, like, on the starting line ready to, like, no, kick butt. Nobody cares. I care. It's a local 5K. I care. What other kind of 5Ks are there? Yeah, but there's uh, only like local good ones. ones. Like, like what? No, it's like a local family, you know, people holding hands and walking. So it's a turkey 5K. trot. But like tracksmith ones. There's that's not like a common thing. Like, oh, tracksmith I understand. 5K. I understand. Oh, Nobody's thinking like, oh, I really hope Mac didn't blow that Mitchell's run 5K. I know that. I'm just you saying. Know. Well, Paul, what are Through your the plans? We weren't in cornfields at all, everyone. We weren't. Yeah, Paul, what's your plan? You have no plan. What do you mean? Are you doing the marathon in Detroit or no? It's hard to say. You should probably decide because you're eight weeks out almost. Yeah, but I have been running consistently. My miles are going up. Okay. And 
you know, speed work, doing speed work, doing Can long I runs. Though? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've done all your track days with you re- as of recent. Mm. Yeah. You've done like the last three. Right. Oh, whatever you're going to do. I'll be all right. <laughs> I'll be rooting I've for you. I've been intentional about increasing my mileage. I feel like I have something that weekend going on. 10% each week, keeping it slow to avoid injury. Yeah, even though he should be doing his 20 miler in like two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, might be able to. I did 18 the other day, right? Last week in Denver. Oh, yeah, we were in Denver. We were in Colorado. Colorado, we just got back. It was fun. Yeah, it was exhausting, but fun. Got up early every day. Yep. Did some work at altitude, which was great. I don't feel, I guess I really haven't ran, ran like a or easy um, aerobic run to feel. I didn't feel different in when I ran here, like my easy runs, but oh. my heart rate was so low, like 120s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And usually that would be like in the 130s. Mm-hmm. So I, that's the only change I saw. Um, <coughs> yeah, know. it is shockingly hard to breathe up, I would say past like 12,000 feet, right around there, maybe even eleven. It's just hard to breathe. It's hard to breathe in Denver. That's yeah. 5,000. I didn't feel it too much there. Just I because like we were going so high up some yeah, of those days and then down. coming back yeah, to Denver. Yeah. I think it was just hard because we, we put in some hard efforts. But like yeah. Boulder didn't feel hard when we were running there. Mm-mm. Nope. It was a good time though. I want to go back, honestly. Well, I'll really live there if you want to go. Actually, I don't need to wait for you. I can go there and live okay. there on my own. Yeah, get out. You yeah. Me and the cats will stay right here. No, I'm going to take my cats with me. You think they could do that long of a road trip? Yeah. Oof. I do. Or I'd fly them. Can you fly cats? I've never seen that happen. Yeah, you just have to register them as service. Uh, they go on the plane? Yeah. Oh. I thought they went like in the bag, like where the bags are in a if cage. You, if they're not registered as service animals, oh. but I would register them because I'm not having them go under the plane. That's sad. <laughs> you would have to bring one and I'd have to bring one. Oh, God. And they'd have their little crates, and they'd just meow the whole time. I'll rehome them. No, don't Here. rehome my babies. Don't make them go to the mountains. Look at they're just chilling over there. It's funny, they have to be near us. I know. They have to, like, see what's going on. I know. They're like, why is the kitchen rearranged? Right. She's so cute, though. I just want to cuddle her. Oh. I want to squish her. I have a cuteness aggression. Yeah, you do a little bit. Where, like, you try to hug me sometimes, and it's a little violent. Like a special type of hug. It's because you're cute. <laughs> <laughs> I want to squish you to death. You don't see that when you see like cute animals. You're like, oh! No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. I when I see, I don't ever pet people's dogs really. No. I just assume number one, they don't want it because I don't really want it with my dog. Why? I just let him because he doesn't want to be touched. Yeah, he by does. By random strangers. Dodger loves touches. He doesn't if he had his choice, he's not getting pet. You know, touch by, much, by stab like it, people stabbing their fingers at him. No one's stabbing any fingers yeah, at are. anybody. No, they're not. And I just assume other owners don't want it, and the dog doesn't want it. Okay, well, I don't run up to a dog and touch it. Mm. No, I go, oh my god, they're so cute. <laughs> That's what I say. Yeah. And I wait until the I don't do that. I'm not above it, but I've seen dogs. Kind of sounds like you're above it. It's weird. I, I, you, you've seen like every dog out there. I'm not like, oh, this is different. I want to touch it. They're still cute. They're dogs. Humans are just humans, yet we want to touch them. Well, not all of them. Some of them are sticky. Ew. 
You're, you look sticky right now, honestly. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot in here. Yeah, we need to wrap this up and get oh. through out of this kitchen. <sighs> Take right, my shirt everyone. off. Um, it's been real. We'll, yeah, we got to go. It's too hot in here. We got to upload more frequently. Hopefully, we'll do the, another one next Sunday. Yes, we will, 100%. Get it uploaded by tomorrow. All right. Peace. Bye, y'all.